there is a vengeance that God has for sin and sinners, and it is coming upon a lost and dying world. The only rescue from that vengeance is Christ. The only rescue is God's merciful way to have sins atoned for and answered for and forgiven. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Thanks for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast, a podcast designed to answer challenging questions on doctrine and on living out the Christian faith in your homes, churches, and workplaces. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now, once again, we'd love to hear from you as we sort through these questions. If you're watching from YouTube or Facebook, just leave us a comment below the video. But you can also send in questions at our website, straighttruth.net. And there you can find links to all of our previous episodes, as well as merchandise and contact information. If you'd like to support Straight Truth financially, again, visit the website to learn how. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Pastor, our next question has to do with a category of psalms called imprecatory psalms. And these psalms are like Psalm 109, which specifically call for God's uh, vindication on one's enemies, uh, hardship to fall on families and children and the rest. And there are several psalms that are like this. So the question is, you know, how do Christians think about imprecatory psalms? You know, are we to accept it as the character of God or simply as an honest cry from a human who, who has fallen but who is genuinely desiring God um, that he would render judgment on, on one's enemies in his own way. Mm-hmm. What, what's your answer to that? I think you have to take each one of those psalms on their own and look at them, uh, even though there is a category of this sort of psalm. I think you have to take each psalm on its own and see what's going on in that particular psalm. But I, I would say in general terms, what often is happening is you have someone acting in a representative role so, for example, the Lord's anointed the king. And so he is he's not just giving voice. He is giving voice to his own personal enemies and those sorts of things. But, but on behalf of this role, on behalf of this nation, on behalf of this representation of God's kingdom and God's work on the earth. So sometimes there's more, go- more going on than just an individual complaint. There's a collective complaint. So psalm 109, for example, when you get to the end of that psalm, David expands out the application beyond just himself and includes the needy uh, in general, the, mm-hmm. the poor person, the person who's tread upon. And so again, representation, not just an individual complaint, but a representative complaint. This is often the case in these Psalms. I think what they also accomplish is to let us know the, the real hatred that God has for sin. So you, you ask the question, are these psalms reflective of God's character? The answer is yes. God hates sin. There's even a, a kind of hatred that God knows for sinners, a kind of anger that God knows toward those who commit the sins. And, and there is a vengeance that God has for sin and sinners, and it is coming upon a lost and dying world. The only rescue from that vengeance is Christ. The only rescue is God's merciful way to have sins atoned for and answered for and forgiven. So these Psalms do give voice to God's character. Uh, They do give voice to an individual believer's reliance upon God's faithfulness and asking God to be his defender and rescuer and and, uh, to vindicate right choices, obedient choices to God, 
to uphold God's name. This is often the case in these Psalms, that, that what is at the center of them is a desire uh, for God to be honored, for His name to be vindicated. The psalmist upset with the world's treatment of God Himself being reflected in the world's treatment of the king or the world's treatment of a people, how this is actually an assault on God. And so the desires for the name of God to be vindicated. So all these, these themes run through these Psalms. It's not just one thing going on, which is why we need to look at each one. Even in Psalm 109, you have a couple of uh, statements made in the Psalm that New Testament writers pick up on with respect to Judas in one case mm-hmm. and with respect to Christ's suffering on the cross in another case. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that, that some of these Psalms are messianic in nature. They look forward to Christ and to what he would experience on earth. Even though the psalmist is going through circumstances in that moment that were real for him, they do look forward to something coming after uh, that, w- that, that was embodied in Christ in his life and his suffering. So a lot going on in these Psalms, but, but always the character of God is on display in his hatred for sin. We underestimate, I'm afraid, even in today's church, we underestimate the seriousness of sin. And these mm-hmm. psalms do do have a way of reminding us of the seriousness of sin. Mm-hmm. So, um, thinking about maybe personal application, how do I read it? A lot of psalms, um, we would say you should pray the psalms. You mm-hmm. should pray, pray right. each line. Right. You should you know, sing the psalms. Obviously, a lot of songs have been have been uh, written with the basis being a psalm. Um, is imprecation as as a prayer? biblically warranted? Yes, it can be. And that's a great question. And, and I think what these Psalms then help us to also remember is the ability to hold in tension everything the Bible teaches us. Is there a place in my life as a believer for cries uh, for vindication, judgment? There is a place for that. Mm-hmm. But I have to hold that in tension with other statements of Scripture. I mean, there's Christ hanging on the cross. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. You have Paul praying for his persecutors. So, so to be able to hold these things in tension, to, to be able to say this is deserving of the judgment of God and in some sense longing for that judgment. I long for the day when the rights will be acknowledged as right and the wrongs will be punished. I do long for that day. I also long for the salvation of my enemies. Yeah, that's good. So to be able to hold those things in tension. Mm-hmm. Bless those who bless, uh, who curse you. Right. Do good to those who persecute you. Right. right? Those, those statements are just as true. Because you desire their salvation yes. at the end of the day. So to be able to do both of those things, mm-hmm. uh, to, to have a desire for God's name to be vindicated and right to be upheld, and yet desire the salvation of my enemies. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. Uh, psalm 83, another imprecatory psalm, says, uh, fill their faces with shame in order that they may seek your name, O Lord. That's a great That's right? a great. Let example. them be put to shame and dismayed forever. Let them perish in disgrace in order that they, that, that they may know that you alone, whose name is the Lord, are the most high over all the earth. Right, and that's, that particular statement there is just a, a call for a day in which God will be acknowledged as God. Yeah. And, uh, but there is, a, there is a desire for the salvation of of humanity, and some of that comes through judgment. Salvation comes through judgment. Men are awakened through judgment uh, to seek the face of the, of the only God. So, Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And we'd love for you to share this episode with other friends and family. And the easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, and there you can find links to all of our social media channels.
so be sure to like and subscribe to one of those channels and pass it along. And do us a favor and go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review, and that will help us spread the word about this podcast to more and more people. And we need your support. So if you'd like to learn how to help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can do that again from our website, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.